0: Listen, we've all woken up in some strange places after a bender, but none of us have had a trip this bad. Hops. And box office flops. A place where we can celebrate the underdog films. The bombs. The disasters. The much maligned movies that have drowned in their infamy. So please, sit back grab a beer, and enjoy the show. Turn around. And welcome to the 167th episode of Hops and Box Office Flops, and the third of our Hops and Hunting Ground Flops, a series where we review the Predator films in the lead-up to 2022's Prey. Tonight's movie is the 2010 Robert Rodriguez produced, but not directed, Predators. I am Captain Cash, and I will be the host for this particular hunt, the Thunderous Wizard, who will be hunted on the pod tonight. I'm going to go find who threw me out of a goddamn plane. While we also have chumpsilla and welcome back, J-Man, veteran of many pods, who may or may not go crazy and tr- attempt to kill
1: us all. If the two of us... Ever make it through this pod. We're gonna do so much fucking cocaine and I'll just cut it off there. Yeah. Yeesh.
0: Yeah. And J-Man, good to see
2: you as well. It's been uh it's been a while, fellas. It's great to see you all. Thank you for having me on. And uh th- there's just uh, there's gonna be a huge white mountain of powder right next to me when we're all done with this.
0: Hell yeah. Like, like it's Scarface. All right. Well, you can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at hops and bo flops. And Wabam Entertainment can be found at W-O-B-A-M-E-N-T. So check us out and let us know what you think of the pod. The beer for tonight is coming out of Tampa and is Cigar City Brewing's Cosmic Crown. This Belgian-style strong golden ale comes at a spine-tearing 9% because I only do 7% or higher. That is what it is to be Captain Cash approved. So gentlemen, cheers.
1: That does sound delightful. Is it any good?
0: Uh, actually, that's very good. It's fruity. Um, it's a, it reminds me of like, well, I mean, it's a Belgian style golden. So I, the ones that I've had most of would be like golden drock or something like that. But hmm. no, this is very good. Um, it hides that 9% really well in a really dangerous way. If I had to give this a bad movie rating, how many bad movies would I sit through? As long as you were plying me with this. I think this might be a three for. I'll sit through three bad movies for this. This is delicious.
1: Well, you'll, you'll watch two and a half and pass out during the third one, but whatever.
0: That's probably accurate. At nine percent, that that's good. some heavy stuff. Yeah, it's not. It is not playing around. It's it's aggressive, but I appreciate that. Nice. All right, let's talk about the movie. Predators was directed by Nimrod Antal. Am I pronouncing his name correctly?
3: I think that's as close that's- as any of us are going to get at the current moment. <laughs> I was gonna Let's say see. it's
2: got an accent on the O, and I think that uh, that's pretty that's pretty strong Nimrod. pronunciation. Nimrod. Yeah.
3: Nimrod. All right.
2: Is he a so, Nimrod? I'm not sure. Hopefully not.
0: That'll come up. Uh, though, originally Robert Rodriguez was signed on to direct. It was given to Nimrod, but Rodriguez did write and produce the film. Uh, the movie stars an absolute murderers row of character actors. Adrian Brody has the lead, and he's joined by Alice Braga, Mahershala Ali, Walton Goggins, Danny Trejo, Louis Ozawa Changchien, Oleg Tar- Taktarov. Uh, Thunder's Wizard, you know how to say this man's name. Yeah, Oleg Taktarov. Thank you for that. Topher Grace, and one Larry Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, all of those are huge names. Uh, but part of the plot is that none of these characters actually give their names and are identified more by the broad type of soldier slash criminal they are, so respectively they play a U.S. Special Forces op-turned mercenary, IDF sniper, Sierra Leone death squad soldier, a St. Quentin death row inmate, enforcer for Los Zetas, a Yakuza assassin, a Spetsnaz heavy weapons expert, a shady doctor, and a crazed lone survival from a previous hunt. Whew. That's a lot of people. A lot mm, of people.
3: Nikolai, I am Nikolai. I think that's the only name we get. I
0: it's everybody else end. has names, but it's all in like the liner notes. Yeah, and I, I mean, say
2: I believe that Adrian Brody and the uh, lady in the film give yes. each other their name at the very yeah, at end the very the end. Yes. Yeah, it's
0: like the last lines practically. It's Royce and is it Anna? No. That was Isabel. Isabel, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah,
2: it is. Yes. Ana, is Ona, the lead from uh, Predator, right?
0: That's what I'm doing. Whoops. Okay, yeah, got
1: yeah she, oh, it's yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's she's the uh, captive uh, native in the
0: yeah. First one. yeah yeah. So there you go. Predators was made for what feels like an incredibly cheap forty million. Like, yeah, that. Looking at this movie, it that's incredible. It's beautiful for that.
1: Uh, well, I mean, you got you got to admit, aside from the interior of larry fishburn's ship thing the rest of the movie's just shot in a jungle you know or soundstage dressed like a jungle doesn't have a whole lot of location shots it looks like
0: i mean fair it doesn't do a lot like it is very close the entire time yeah. especially for the first 30 minutes there's not a lot of like where are we but that's sort of part of the plot too
1: well and, right? and again they didn't really spend a lot of money to dress it up as an alien planet either it's just like it's a jungle it looks like you know looks yeah. like val Valverde. Yeah.
3: yeah
0: it did ultimately pull in 172 million internationally but opened third in its opening weekend behind once again some goddamn minions
1: oh jesus I, I, apparently studios have not learned do not open against the minions It just don't
0: the fun. minions will end you yeah Critics gave it a lukewarm reception, and the film sits at 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. How would you all describe this film in one sentence? IMDB calls this movie a group of warriors parachute into an unfamiliar jungle and are hunted by members of a merciless alien race. J-Man, what do you call this? You know, you guys made a reference last pod in regards to
2: the Hunger Games. I would definitely say that this was very much an R-rated Hunger Games to me.
3: I can kind of see that. Yeah. You got that. All right. Thunderous Wizard, what's your thought? Uh, This, to me, is the most natural progression of the Predator series. As you get three Predators and you are on their home planet, essentially just a bigger, bloodier,
0: beefier version of the first movie. I mean, it is certainly a worthy
1: sequel, and we can talk about that. All right. Uh, Chumpzilla, what's your one sentence? A very generic Predator sequel on a very generic alien planet with very generic action. Seems harsh. Harsh, but perhaps fair. Um... I got to give I got to give T-Dub some credit, though. I will say this movie, although nowhere nearly as good as Aliens, is much more the aliens uh, to the original Predator than Predator 2.
0: I think that is accurate. Yes, I agree.
1: But it's no, it's not, it's not executed nearly as well as Aliens. Clearly,
0: no. Yeah, I, this movie has a lot of almost perfect ideas, right? Like it's, it's so, it's frustrating because it gets so close to great and just kind of falls on its face in a couple places.
1: It's got two really strong ideas. You've got humans on the Predators' planet or an alien planet that the Predators are on or something. I mean, whatever you want to call it. That's a good idea. That's an interesting direction for this to go uh, as a franchise. And secondly, you've got more than one predator. You've got them working together in a hunting team. That's cool. Those are both concepts that should work quite well. And... You know, they,
0: There's other stuff, and we'll, we'll hey. get into it as we talk to, to the plot. But, I mean, that's, that's the essential thing. I do like the, the concept that these are a bunch of killers from the planet. They're the, the monsters of their own planet. I think that's kind of neat. Uh, but if I'm going to call this uh, one sentence, this is the most dangerous game meets the hangover.
1: Yeah, no, that checks out.
0: I like to consider myself a one man predator pack. But then there were two other predators. And now we are a, a three predator predator pack. Mm. I think that's important. All right, let's uh, jump into the plot. So the film opens not quite in media res, but it opens with Adrian Brody plummeting to earth which is a pretty strong opening i think we can all agree i agree uh, yeah it's kind of like what the hell is going on uh, he's saved when a parachute automatically deploys and he meets up with seven other people though technically there were supposed to be eight other people because one parachute doesn't deploy and some guy just splats which again strong decision but i'm left to wonder does this happen a lot like how many out of how many hunts does the parachute not like listen what, it's it's a then, species that is capable of faster than light travel i feel like make the parachute open every time shouldn't be that hard well, maybe then, uh much more
3: prematurely because adrian brody certainly would have been dead
1: yeah i'm just a little confused where are the aliens getting the human parachutes from? i mean it's very fortnitey right? it's very Fortnite-y. i appreciate that this predates fortnite but um, it's an interesting way to open the film, but like I just, uh, w- why why parachute? Wait,
3: wait a minute. Your quibble with this movie is that the aliens who have incredible technology also invented a piece of fucking cloth that makes sure you don't fall too fast. I'm I mean, just I saying, feel like a it could parachute be, is a parachute.
1: It could it, be a little like, more interesting and alien-looking. Yeah. I don't know. i could see hammerworm
3: not- on his on his legs. For what, 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 like, a just, like,
1: just just give me a cool-looking like. Alien, you know, predator tech looking drop pod, and just have them drop like that. I feel like that's a more, more. I mean, if the goal is to hunt them, like, how, like to to Captain Cash's point, how many of these guys do, are they are they willing to splat if the goal is to hunt them?
2: Listen, Chumpy, I'm actually I'm gonna kind of agree with you really quickly, and not okay. necessarily in regards to the oh, you know, a better parachute, but they do kind of mention. I apologize, if I'm getting ahead on the plot, Captain Cash, but I what I wanted to mention was. It seems like all eight of these people were kind of um, picked from the actual moment that they may have been in, such as maybe in a fight, um, in warfare and whatnot. And it's like they just get picked off and then all of a sudden they're falling with stuff on them. Like, did they knock them out? Was it instantaneously? Like, I know that's a weird question to ask, but. No, that's legit. I'm a
1: little little bit. I was a little bit confused on that. Uh, No, to be frank, the movie doesn't give you much time to think about that.
0: So. Yeah. You both are getting to the heart of what I think the problem of this film is, which is, and I mean, we'll get into it more. The rule of cool is what supersedes mm-hmm. everything here. Yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't matter what the logic is. It looks fucking cool, so that's what we're gonna do,
1: mm-hmm. right? Fair. And there, there's a uh, yeah. bunch
0: of places where that happens, where you go, well, wait a minute, why? Don't think
1: about it. Mm-hmm. It's just cool. And a lot, a lot of really just generic character stuff and like cliche action movie stuff it's like don't don't question it it doesn't have to make sense it just you recognize the tropes you you get you know what's going on you don't have to think about it your brain's conditioned to just oh yeah that's that's normal movie stuff yeah well, that's sure. that's I, walton I, I, oh, go goggins that. yeah it's walton yeah.
3: goggins it's uh topher grace which we won't get to yet but like why is walton goggins here what does he serve he has a shiv like, is he gonna be that hard to hunt? He's just
0: a dickhead who is awful, right? Apparently, I he guess, was a bad dude on Death Road at St. Quentin. So
2: that's true. I, I, yep. I guess there's a there's a very specific Captain Cash reference that comes on the pod all the time. Am I to go about it in regards of it's not that kind of movie? Exactly. NTKM, baby. Okay, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to make sure. Just that, roll I, with it. I mean,
0: it. Th- this movie is a lot of NTKM, uh, but. He does meet up with the other eight. So once again, those broad strokes characters are the mercenary who used to be a special forces soldier, the IDF soldier, the Sierra Sierra Leone death squad person, uh, the Los Zetas enforcer, the Yakuza assassin, the Spetsnaz heavy weapon expert, the doctor that they threw in because I guess every team needs a medic
1: um which I, I find that very interesting we'll bring it up now because at one point in time adrian Brody's character runs through the list of everybody and like they're bona fides as to why they're there and they're like except for that guy why is he here yeah no shit you should all be concerned because everyone here is a freaking murderer except like you know freaking uh toe for grace. Doc- yeah top dr Ho- uh, dr. Blah, 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 dr huxtable over there like uh, yes, you should be very concerned about that guy. But who I but mean, Doctor kind of, like,
0: Huxtable and an accurate a little, a little <laughs> on the description, the nose, little on the nose. Do uh, yeah, we want to go
1: Doctor
2: Huxtable or do we want to just call him Eric Foreman? I'm just saying. Yeah, no, uh, Eric. Like he definitely yeah. gave off some Eric
3: Foreman vibes
1: in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie so, Brock, more 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 Danny Masterson. But anyway,
3: so um, but please, true story. The, the doctor angle makes sense because they should have a medic. Right. Like if if you're making this a hunt, you want them to you You want to make it difficult on yourself. Yeah. Uh, But when the casting notes for this movie went out years before it was released, they said uh, Topher Grace cast as serial killer in Predators. So anybody who worked in the trades, the movie was ruined for already.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. Brutal. They travel through the jungle trying to figure out what is going on. Tensions build as they find traps left by a man who's been dead for at least two weeks. They later find some empty cages that were also parachuted in, but whatever was, was in the cages is gone uh, now.
1: Hey, hey uh, hold on. T-Dubs, can you explain that scene to me? I was baffled by that. It's
0: for the dogs, I think. No, no, no. It's for the thing that they meet at the river later. Like, it, it, it pays off. One I, of them does. Th- the, the cages... Yeah, the cages. No, but I thought it was like
3: it was like a training exercise for the dogs. Oh, I uh, that I don't know.
1: Oh, because okay. it was I mean, like it, it was like sense. a fox hunt. I, okay, uh, I, I okay, I did not. I've I've seen the movie three times now because I've watched it a long time ago, and then I watched it twice for the pod, and I'm right. still baffled by that scene every time. I'm Like, wait, what? What's going on in these cages? What
0: I mean, it, it does pay dogs. off if you see the like the little weird. Like roaches climb out of the skin leavings uh, or whatever, uh, but
1: wait, no, wait, wait, no, what's that? I don't, I don't get that either.
0: Is that so? I... In in the cages, the roaches mm. climb out of the, that skin stuff. Right, that right. later shows up on the thing that they att- that attacks them by the river.
1: Oh, the thing that looks like the the Jean Claude Ham Su. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. okay, ah, uh, okay, oh uh, yeah, So
0: that that's what it's set up for that. But in moment, it. like a lot of this initial. The, the, the first really 30 minutes of the film is the people don't know what's going on like and, you know Topher Grace encounters a weird plant that he like takes out a scalpel and it's like oh if you got sad with this you would be you know paralyzed or whatever um, but ultimately they, they crest a ridge and after being under the trees in cloud cover they see that oh god it's an alien sky with what looks like Saturn and a, a couple extra moons so oh they're on a they're not on earth wherever they are. Uh, And
1: I I really did enjoy the fact that uh, uh, the sniper shows that something's funky with like the, the compass she makes a compass out
0: of a leaf. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The gravitational poles are weird. He's like, yeah, the sun's not moving and which is very subtle. I wish there had been a little more like hint up to that point that where they were was truly alien, alien, I just felt like it just, just didn't, it wasn't as visually interesting as I was hoping for when, see, when I, I'm thinking of a Predator a predator movie off-world.
0: I See, but I disagree because I, I liked that it was confusing because, you know, T-Dubs, maybe you remember the trades and stuff, but when I saw this movie initially, you know, a decade and change ago, there was no indication that they were on an alien planet. This was just, oh, hey, it's a Predator movie with some, you know, instead Fair. of... Straight up soldiers. It's broad strokes. Bad guys in a jungle.
3: I think, and I think that is what's great about it is you don't know, and they don't know. They literally right. think yeah. they're they've been captured by somebody they've wronged because they've all wronged a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I did hate Tover Grace. Like, oh, don't mess with that plant. It's like if this were truly native vegetation to this world, uh, he should have like sampled it and like wiped it on something. And be like, oh. Like, stay away from that. Not, I don't know what that is. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Very, very perhaps that, Prometheus. Very Prometheus. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but I guess the, the one argument that I'd say to that T-dubs is perhaps that kind of like led into or bled into his psychoticness um, where he's really trying to, which is weird because it's like, why would he even try to you know, hide the fact that he's a psychopath murderer, right? I, I mean, it's not like anybody has well, seen this movie, right?
1: Wait, 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 well, two things here. I think it's really interesting about this character, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't like. I don't think it's very clever. Um, I, I was not impressed with the reveal. So what this little scene shows us, though, is that he's very well versed in, like, chemicals and things that can inca- incapacitate people because that's yeah. his thing and secondly to your point why is he the mild-mannered doctor why is he put up the facade so just saying, oh hey, i am a badass serial killer because that's what serial killers do they spend their entire lives hiding in plain sight that's that's yes. their thing like that's so he's just doing his normal thing uh, the fair. third
0: point is it, it sets up that the scalpel is coated with that neurotoxin right. which will, which will come so up
1: yeah you can use it's it later
0: free. yeah uh, the group is then attacked by a bunch of alien hounds that are called off at the last minute by a whistle. And here's my question. Is that whistle played through the Predator's, you know, audio system where they can copy sound? Or is it like a swinging thing? Because Predator don't got lips to blow a whistle. I just want to know. Uh, maybe they had uh, Paul Hogan,
3: Crocodile Dundee, doing that thing up on That's the That's what list. I mean. Yeah, the swinging like, thing. You
1: know. <laughs> okay. So, we agree I, I, it's a slingy I,
0: thing that calls off the dogs.
1: I, I would I just, agree that, uh, that it's probably through their audio system, but I think it's a misnomer to say that the predators can't whistle. It's just probably more of like a. F- f-
3: f- sound. Wow. <laughs> In my head, canon. Crocodile Dundee has been surviving on the Predator planet for the last oh. 60 years. Oh, you have to know
0: Crocodile Dundee is a veteran of many, many hunts. He's
1: he, He's been adopted into the clan and he's just the resident dog wrangler. Yeah, totally. L- let me, totally, let yep. me just say I'm, this,
2: in Cash. Oprah would be very, very proud of you for asking those million-dollar questions, my friend. I, ga- I gotta know. I gotta <laughs> no, know how. These are the questions that we need to want to know on Hops and Box Office Flops, my friend. Exactly.
0: Robert Rodriguez, how do they blow that whistle? That's all I want to know.
1: Okay, so... But more importantly, this is the first scene in the movie where I question what's going on because if the Predators are trying to flush these people out with their dogs, why do they call them off? Because they
0: don't want the dogs (laughs) to kill them?
1: Again, this is one of those things, you don't really think about it during your viewing of the film, but after the fact, you're like, that's not how dog hunts work. Not that
3: kind of movie. They are toying with them. They're watching their patterns.
1: Yeah, everything I, I the guess. predators
3: do comes from a perspective of uh, overflowing hubris. They they're yeah, so fair. much better than the things they're hunting. They are toying with you. The trap is a, yeah. is a which we're about to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Is oh yeah. pl- and then, everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. So in the confusion, the Mexican gang member played by Danny Trejo is found wounded and crying for help. And the group agrees, oh, we can't help him because he's booby trapped, they booby trapped him. It's
1: clearly, it's the wounded guy in a, in a war movie with the sniper trope.
0: Exactly. They're trying to draw you
1: out into the open. But here's the problem again, this way this scene is incredibly stupid and not that kind of movie way. They're like, oh, we can't step 30 yards out from the edge of this clearing to get to him. They are still completely exposed. They have zero cover. They're not even hiding behind a goddamn tree. They're just. Yeah, like the, there was like a in,
0: log they were all crouching under. I'd be like, okay, yeah, no, that makes sense.
1: They are standing at the edge of a clearing in a big group together, 30 yards from that guy. And I, again, to T. Dub's point, yes, the Predator's just trying to see what they would do. But I'm like, but why well because we have to have well, 45 more minutes of movie
3: so it's it's reading human emotions who is in charge who's leading the team who's making the calls
0: what are I they going think, think they wanted to make danny trejo into a trap now or a danny trap hoe if you will
1: thank you that, that's that's very punny of you as i said earlier there's two really good ideas this movie has that serve it well there's a third one missing, and that is they should have put us in the Predators circle. We should have had a separate plot going on where we were with the Predators in their conversations. Like that's we should have spent time point. with them because that's something we haven't seen in these movies yet. Mm-hmm. And we should we should have spent time with them in their language, with subtitles, talking about exactly what T-Dubs just said.
0: If I may. Interesting. H- hang on to that idea for later in how you would fix it
1: fair. Yeah.
0: yeah so can I just add
2: one more point to that captain cash though? Um, because yeah. you guys mentioned that the, the seven, so, well, the six soldiers, cause obviously Trejo is in the middle of the open field. Yeah. When I'm watching the movie, I could, even though they were somewhat in the open field, I kind of had this sense that they were still a little bit hidden, like almost hidden over the tall trees and, and the leaves and whatnot. So if they left that and went towards the middle of that field, that's when they were more in the open. So I actually kind of felt like they still had this kind of, not a camouflage per se, but still at least within some sort of protection that if they stepped out those 30 yards, they'd be even more open than they were now. And so I kind of took that as, okay, no, they really want to go ahead and step back because they really don't know what the heck is going on out there. Yeah. I mean, that cannons. Yeah, that cannons.
0: That's it's, fair. But the language of the movie, I think, would to. Chumzilla's point would be better served if they were deliberately hiding like in a hollow under a fallen tree on a ridge
1: line looking down
3: for a person who loves predator 2 and the predator spends the bulk of the movie simply refusing to just kill danny glover when he's right next to him like come on i think you're splitting hairs here
1: I, like it, but that's one predator, and he's clearly got a crush on Danny Glover. It's I mean, one predator and one guy with a bad back.
0: <laughs> like, listen, it's it's reasonable to have a crush on Danny Glover, especially 1997 Danny Glover, dude. He was, jacked was up. really 1990 Danny Glover. But moving on, uh, the sniper uh, played uh, Isabella, the IDF sniper. Hold shoots.
1: on, D- does making her the bad guy in this movie make it pro Palestinian? I'm asking the real questions here.
0: I mean, you're not wrong. You're that, not that, wrong. That,
1: that, that's a weird angle. That's a weird it, angle.
0: But uh, I mean,
1: there's some there's some political connotations there that are not addressed in the film.
0: <laughs> not that kind of movie, buddy. We're moving on. Like, <laughs> I was going to say,
1: if you make
2: it that that, then you got to make Gal Gadot the bad the bad guy in Fast Five. Carry on, Captain Cash.
0: Yes, I just listen. She, the IDF sniper seems scary. That's good enough. Like because you know uh, there there are some other just regular ass soldiers. Like the Spetsnaz guy.
1: Oh, you know that dude did some war crimes.
0: Oh, I mean, he definitely did war crimes. But all right, either way, <laughs> the IDF soldier <laughs> shoots the, the Danny Trejo trap, the trap hoe. Uh, he falls over but continues to cry for help, indicating that he was dead the entire time. It was all just a trick.
1: I, I love it, how the movie takes that extra beat just to further the point that it was a trap uh, that Because that makes Adrian Brody's character right. It oh my well, I mean, God.
3: Could you stop being such a miserable schmuck? Like <laughs> it's a cool visual. Like his eyes are all like hot. like he's he's drooled out of his mouth, he's dead. It's
1: fucking cool. Like no,
0: but I mean, to your point though, it, it does set up that Adrian Brody's character does understand how these things and Marshall Lee's character too. I mean, like it yeah. just
1: goes to show these guys know their stuff, yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and that maybe being a bastard pragmatist is the only way to live. Which is important for the later twist later. Which is sure. important for the later twist later. I can speak English when I've had a couple of drinks. Let me try this other one.
1: <laughs> me fail English? That impossible.
0: Yeah. So they say, hey, look. They tried to flush us out with dogs. They're going to expect us to run. Let's take it to them. So they follow the tracks back to the camp where they find a predator. Not the ones that are hunting them, but a, a predator like the predator from the '87 movie, strung up. Uh, virtually crucified, which I have to say, this is the best the Predator has looked maybe, like, the classic Predator, the Predator as we know the Predator, this is the best Predator's ever looked, in my opinion.
1: You know what, and I was kind time. of bashing yeah, and I was bashing the visuals earlier, this actually was a pretty cool scene. The, I the a, Predator it is a camp great- was pretty cool. Yeah, it's yeah, a great jumping. mask. Puppet. I gotta
2: disagree with you, man. Uh, and I'm sorry, Captain Cash. The visuals in this movie look legit. Captain Cash brought it up earlier. How the hell did this movie cost forty mil? And yeah. of course, it was basically it was basically shot in, in, in one island. It might have been Hawaii or something like that. It was Hawaii. But I think, yeah. Honestly, yeah. It the the uh, everything special effects cgi wise looked chef's kiss to me for 2010 and it holds up holds up right now oh yeah Yeah, it does
1: not look bad no and and i have to admit that the predator camp was a pretty good set
3: it cost half as much as the hot shit we watched watched last week and it looks (laughs) way way better it's Mm -hmm.
1: also
0: a better script better actors love you tj but let's be real oh my god double r's um they are attacked in the camp by the three so-called super predators, which are like predators but slightly bigger, which was also then later used for the dumb shit we lost we watched last week. Go ahead and listen to the predator or podcast. Don't. Or whatever. I mean, listen to the podcast, but don't watch the movie. Eh. Uh So those three super predators are typically identified as the tracker, the Falconer, and the Berserker, who is the leader. Uh, Mahershala Ali's character is impaled on a trap and the rest barely escape and fall into a waterfall. That kind of looks like the waterfall from the first movie. You guys remember the waterfall from the first movie?
1: As far as callbacks go. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. No complaints about that callback. I like that one. Yeah, I, I like the well, sound. In fact, it's, it's I have
0: jumped into that waterfall.
2: Oh, you, well, Captain Cash, you are a badass, sir. I mean, t- let I me face
0: I have not jumped into the waterfall that is in Predators. I have jumped into the waterfall that is in Predator. Okay, fair enough.
1: Wait, you've been to Valverde?
0: I've been, I've been to Valverde. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> also known as Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Yes, Puerto Vallarta it is beautiful. <laughs> you can take donkey rides right up to it. So I, I just, just want to strong recommend not to yeah, be yeah.
1: confused with the donkey shows. That's a different yeah. thing. Kids. Donkey
0: ride, donkey uh, show. Very exactly. important difference. I gotta tell you, well, if
3: you if you book the wrong one, you're gonna be disappointed. You're
0: gonna or get please, a ride either I, way.
2: Or are you? Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> All
0: right. So they get to the waterfall and they are attacked by one of the things in the cages, but are saved by a crazed air cavalryman called Nolan, played by, oh, uh, Larry Fishburne. I think very well. Like, I'm very pleased with they didn't just make him Morpheus, which they absolutely could have done.
1: I, I, I'm torn because I really enjoyed having that crazy survivor angle. But this is where the movie really slams the, the pedal to the metal and just fast forwards for me. And I'm like, wow, stuff just starts happening.
0: Uh, they do use this character as very much an exposition machine because he says, look, I've been here for 10 hunts. Uh, I, you know I've survived by scavenging off the predators and things like that. And you know there's a blood feud going on between the big predators and the little predators. And you know there's a ship. so like he's so, giving them the information they need to make a plan right. to, for the rest and, of the movie to happen.
1: And his home base is in a, an abandoned predator ship.
0: It's not a predator ship, I don't think. In fact, the ship itself is from like, it's some it other. It was like
2: several miles away. Like they actually had to get to that no, no, ship. No, yeah. That's the plan, no, no, right?
1: But, but what is he in? I just like I'm uh, confused by that.
3: I yeah, I don't, I don't exactly know, but yes, I agree. This is sort of where the movie becomes a little problematic, yeah. uh, particularly with Adrian Brody's plan. Like yeah, uh,
0: but yeah. So as soon as Adrian Brody learns that there's a blood feud between the big ones and the little ones, he's like well, that little one that was strung up will know how to fly the ship that got them here. So we're going to go free him, and that's how we're going to solve this problem. But just the fact that they're all sitting there
3: cooking and eating, and it's like, uh, these are all heat signatures that will magnify your own what? heat signature. And then, of course, they blow out the wall, and he's like, I'm calling in the cavalry. And it's like, what, why would you what? call them here? Yeah. So-
1: back, back to my point about the ship, too. It's like, you mean the advanced alien hunting race hasn't noticed this giant fucking crashed spacecraft on the well game it, preserve it's thing. it's
3: derelict but then that's not that kind of movie right like okay yeah like the the
1: the i just feel like the falconer guy would have fucking mapped this shit out at some point
3: but the different. the what it's basically saying is like there's been a lot of hunts here mm-hmm. this is a game preserve and there's just a lot of wreckage Mm, I, uh, I
0: was I was willing to attribute it to they had previously crashed a shuttle with other stuff on it that they then hunted.
1: Eh. Yeah, sure. I mean, not or, that kind of movie. Or, or like to, to I think T Dub's point: it's just a derelict crashed craft from
3: it f- some other race. Well, who knows it, when. it fell on Charlize Theron. That's all I know. That's all I can tell you.
2: So uh, I, I do have one question, Cash. Um, at this point, has the female character Isabel? Because there's two callbacks within like a 20 minute st- span, right? There's the waterfall, which is a visual callback, but then, if I'm not mistaken, Isabel's character noted Like I think they've either seen the dogs or they've seen a predator already, and then
1: right, Adrian
2: Brody's it's, characters. It's like, after the camp.
1: Something. It's after the camp. She saw the little one strung up and and then after the waterfall brody calls out it's like you recognize that thing you know what yep. it is and then, and then she's she tells like the story
2: of 87
0: yeah right you know, yeah. She, she mentions having read a dossier about an alien right. and with the initial predator is, and how he died exactly right. yes right. Um, but back on the the camp where you've got our people and larry Fishburne being crazy uh, he says hey rest up feel good and then Basically tries to kill them with smoke asphyxiation, which doesn't totally like they all wake up and like, what the hell's (laughs) going on? And like Lawrence Fishburne is lit a fire and is like blowing smoke in. And I'm like, this doesn't seem like the most efficient way to kill these people. Everybody's fair. I will make an
2: excuse. I will ex- make an excuse for his character because he has essentially gone psychotic at that point it's true he has gone completely nuts and in yeah. the scene previous he's talking to his he's talking to no one to himself say, right. uh, to, to himself yeah he's yeah. basically exactly yeah. so he's gone nuts so him but, but having the problem is a plan he, that makes no sense makes sense
1: well Go yeah ahead. i mean he being crazy but the other thing is like he's clearly nuts to the audience to us he's clearly nuts so that means he's clearly nuts to all of them too and they're just again kind of like well mm-hmm. just uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Listen
0: man, any port in the storm if you're stuck on an alien planet and this dude's managed to survive this long
1: maybe we hear him out. I would've expected Adrian Brody's character to be like I don't trust that guy. I'm going to keep it man, I just boy. Thank you, know, you. You just hit, he's t- definitely t- yeah, getting giving you Let, on let Christian us now Bale take
0: vibes. we will now take the next 30 <laughs> seconds to acknowledge the Batman voice. All of us do our Batman voice and then we're going to move on. We're going to start with J-Man. Do your Batman voice. Batman. Batman. All right. Let's give it to Chumzilla.
1: Jeez. I, oh, I mean... On, you, know, me, I believe you, in you don't have to
0: do the. you can do the
1: batman yeah, voice and, saying, and make your
0: comment on the batman voice. i know
1: all i wanted to do was like the bane speech with like some kind of predator <laughs> twist to it like you were merely born into it i don't i just I, I can't i can't it's so bad adrian brody's voice in this movie is so bad because it's not even the batman voice she's just trying to sound tough the whole time
0: all right thunderous wizard
1: where are the drugs
3: Where's the alien ship to get me off this planet? God damn it.
0: Where <laughs> there is she? Is she? <laughs> All right. Who threw me on this fucking pod? All right, we're moving on. That's it. We did it. We're well done, done. Done. Well done. Okay.
1: Hey, he, he's super jacked in this movie, though. Oh, I mean, yeah, he, he's cut he up. Ripped. I was I was kind of shocked I'm like, whoa, no. I mean, he had the big I, arms, but then when he goes yeah. shirtless, it's like, ah, oh, yes. Yeah. I read he put on
2: 25 pounds of muscle for predators. That's insane. That is what
0: I read as well. Yeah, it so shows he, he got he got cut up pretty bad. Uh in any case. A, a scuffle breaks out which alerts the predators to all of their presence uh, so
1: wow uh, that's what it took weird okay
0: yeah, I mean listen sometimes a lot a fire and you shoot a gun and all the predators come and kill the, the crazy guy who's trying to attack I mean, you which, the,
2: the predators may have been sleeping
0: you know what I'm saying yeah, they, 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 they killed one they were taking a little breather like they came to our camp I didn't see that coming let's have a couple beers we killed the one that's great oh shit I hear some stuff let's go get him
1: well, hold on. That's a really, really good point. What kind of beers do you think the Predators like?
2: Um, they seem like creatures of taste. So I would mm-hmm. definitely not say a Budweiser or a Bud Light. Perhaps no, 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 do... no.
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on. They're jerk-off trophy hunters. They're definitely drinking whatever the Bud Light of their planet is. Like, drinking... this, is this is a race that has developed faster than light travel. They can break all the laws of physics, and That's they're fair. spending their downtime squishing ants, basically.
1: With pointy sticks. Yeah. Uh, so, th- so what you're telling me is they're drinking bush. Okay. Bush, at best. Oh, okay. Moving on. It, uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, I was going to ask a question I'll ask you next time. Go for it. <laughs> all right.
1: But the Predators
0: do show up, and they kill Nolan. He, they turn him into red mist, basically. Um, uh, I
2: thought I, was just, I I thought they splattered that motherfucker. Oh my sure. gosh! I
1: mean, okay, so that I mean, I think uh, I think T Dubs brought this up the other night when we we're talking about this. The shoulder cannons wildly vary in strength because yes, they literally vaporize him with the with the shoulder. Cannon. Yeah, he gets he gets Doctor Manhattan.
2: The Berserker Predator—that's the biggest one of the four, right? Yeah, that laid out that laid the, out. No, because he so-
3: he dies. The Berserker c- survives till the end.
0: You're right, That's but the guy saying, who the smokes Nolan, shot Nolan was, Nolan. yeah, was oh, the,
2: that makes the sense that would die as a bigger, it.
3: yeah,
0: yeah. So, the Russian kind of confusing which one, yeah. It the, is. the Russian yeah. kills the, the tracker, the one with the tusks on its mask, yes, which we're going to come back to it. But I love what they did with making the, the predators be distinct, yeah. The, visual, the visual language yeah. of,
1: the, of the different predators, yeah, it's, yeah, that was good. Yeah, it, um, it, it helped, you know, you, you could tell they were different.
0: Yeah, but after the Russian basically explodes himself to kill the tracker, the movie kicks into like super high gear, super fast forward, as Chumzilla said, and just a lot of stuff starts to happen real, real fast. And you don't, if you think about it, you've ruined the movie for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so as we mentioned, the Berserker attacks the group and Walton Goggins character shivs it but he's ultimately killed and Which his spine so cute. gets ripped out.
1: So cute. He's like, yeah. <laughs> we're like a literal prison shiv. It's yeah. not even like a, I've crafted a bigger shiv because <laughs> I was, I, I realized what we're up against. He's like, no, nope, I still got my little sharpened well, toothbrush. It's,
2: it's hilarious. Cause it's like in the first 25 <laughs> minutes of the movie, he's asking everybody, yo, can I get a gun? Can I get a gun? And no one.
0: Yeah. No you got two guns. Gun. Give me a gun
2: exactly
1: I was like oh man that sucks for this guy but at the same time you're crazy bro yeah, yeah. you know what exactly. i'm saying this movie is missing a scene where like much like where mac is dry shaving and he snaps the razor against his face we need a scene where uh goggins character was just sharpening his toothbrush <laughs> just just getting ready for battle <laughs> stepping the fuck out of an alien shank. With, his, <laughs> with his toothbrush
0: um uh, Oh. So the group runs away, but they run through some tall grass. And this is the Yakuza's, like, this is where I do my samurai battle. Yeah. So he, like, stops and he's like, no, no, no. you guys go ahead. Because he picked up a samurai sword from when he was at uh, Crazy Larry's house of, of awesome. other predator stuff.
1: Antiquities and weapons. And I just love the fact dude. it's like, and now we take the anime break.
0: Yeah, oh, and here's, like and, here's, he the just,
1: over, here's the artful overhead shot of people in tall grass.
0: He just does the Billy thing, except you get to see him die. I mean, to be fair, it is very cool. I do like the samurai duel with the predator with the really long blades, and the yeah. samurai. It's,
1: it's, it, it's it got, super cool it's, looking. It's the rule of cool. It does look cool. It, it does. does. Look cool. And, 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 it, at, and at it, one point,
2: it, I thought that Velociraptors were going to come and pop out Lost World style. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> clever girl which actually would which honestly wouldn't have been surprising what a, no, it
0: fit. It
1: fit. here's what i want you to do if you, if you gave i want them you... dreadlocks it would have been totally on brand no 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 there i you want go. you to
0: hold on to that thought cuz we're going to come back to it, it when we have uh, additional questions particularly about what's the movie what else should the predator hunt
1: uh sam oh, yeah
0: sam yeah. no 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 hold on to it okay so
1: Bryce Dallas Howard
0: wrapping this up because the movie is desperately trying to do it, too. You've just got Adrian Brody's Merc character, Braga's sniper, and to- Tofer Grace's doc, who run to the camp to free the regular predator. Uh, the sniper and the doc get wind up captured by the Berserker and thrown into a pit, pit and not killed because we still need them for the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh- <laughs>
2: This is where I noticed that Brody's character, because um, T Dubs mentioned this on the Predator um, pod, that uh, McKenna, who's the main character in the Predator, is a piece of shit. This is where I see that they were trying to go, Brody, or whatever his name is, I forget his name. Royce. He's also a piece of shit. Royce, thank yeah. you. He's also a piece of shit. And, you know, Topher Grace gets his foot stuck in the man trap. And it's because like, we need to get out of here. We need to leave him. And then he's like, I got kids. And that's when that's the first hint that
1: you get of Topher Grace's character being. <laughs> so you get that where you, that's the first indication that, yeah, that uh, the doctor's got a screw loose. But it's also the second time now that we've seen uh, the Brody's uh, Royce character kind of ditch the crew. He he's it's, ditched it's the, the crew si- multiple times. It's the sick, What's the second big one? Because he's like, hey, where were you? Like you used us as bait, and now are always doing it again. But the problem yeah, is, at say, this they point, they say, say point earlier, the "Where's the tough guy?" Yeah, yeah. But at, at this point in the movie, you're like, well, he's clearly the lead, so like, something's gonna happen. There's no like,
3: problem with it because of the way the movie resolves. You're being overly critical. Oh, no, no I, I mean, like, I, there's I, no I, problem I, with
1: I, it. I, I'm just saying, it's like it's not like sh- it's not like oh, shit, he ditched him. Where's he gonna go?
0: <laughs> to the ship, I, he it is about that character's arc because he does go free the predator. The, the, the little predator then hacks the ship of the big predators and you know shows Adrian Brody, hey, all right, it'll take you back to Earth. And then Brody disappears for the, the next 20 minutes of the film where we go back to the pit and Topher Grace is there and slices Braga. With the poison scalpel and he's actually a serial killer. Which, I mean, I remember seeing this in 2010. And I'm like, this is a sick reveal because you have to remember, especially as the J-Man mentioned, this was Eric Foreman. I mean, sure, he played. Yeah. Uh, sure, he was Venom or whatever. but like Eddie Brock, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was the nerdy kid that you're like, and he's played the load the entire time. And the and in this moment he is a psycho killer. It's like, no, no, I, I want to stay here. Here I'm normal. I am I am a monster like these are. I'm like, well done, Topher Grayson. Way to play against type. And to Thunderous Wizard's point, if the trades had been like Topher Grace is a psycho killer and I'd have known that going in, I'd have been super goddamn bummed about it. Oh, it definitely would have ruined the movie. Uh, I like it. It really is. It is a really good twist.
1: I just want to say, guys, I think you're getting a little overzealous here with this because if the quality of your Predator sequel relies on Topher Grace's turn as a serial killer, I feel as though your Predator movie may have failed. It's a
0: nice twist, it adds extra layers. I
2: agree with T-Dubs. I, 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 I think the reveal is is solid. It's strong. And it differentiates it from Predator and Predator 2. Go ahead, Kevin Cash. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but then the Berserker appears at the camp. Uh, after the, the little Predator has geared up and is prepared to fer- fight the Berserker, uh, there's a, a fight Predator v. Predator. The Berserker ultimately wins and beheads the little Predator and then blows up the ship that Adrian Brody is theoretically on. Uh, back in the pit before things are about to get nasty, uh, I guess with Topher Grace and Alice Braga, it, the reveal, oh, Brody wasn't on the ship at all. In fact, he came back to save them and then pulls both of them out of the pit to keep Topher Grace from doing bad things to Alice Braga, only then for Topher Grace to try to stab him and then Brody is quicker on the draw and stabs Topher Grace through the mouth with his own poison scalpel.
3: If you want to have issues with the movie, Trumpzilla. it's that this is the one good one-liner they supposedly give Adrian Brody. You're a good man. No, I'm not. But I'm fast. But I'm fast.
1: (laughs) I I, I do find that kill satisfying. I I didn't like the one-liner, but the kill was satisfying. Well,
2: he's actually not dead yet, right? Because they go ahead and he drags him, and then they Booby trap. Booby yeah, trapping.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah, not yeah. dead. It like, just what's dad what's really paralyzes what that him. Scene.
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then as Adrian Brody is dragging Topher Grace's character, Topher Grace is like, "Please don't kill me. Please don't kill." me. And it's showing the serial killer, but yet very big coward. Psycho. Yeah. Just... Yeah. It's really again like
1: yeah. Topher Grace heals it in this movie for me. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. It, as it, a dirty coward. A
1: bear- Yes. Yeah. Very good performance from him against type, as you've said. I, I, I'll give credit there. I also think that these guys did the uh, ship blow up fake out that then was ripped off with the Star Wars, one of the crappy sequels, with Chewbacca.
0: I mean, a ship blew up and someone was on it feels kind of a stretch for a rip off. But yeah, they did that. So to the J-Man's point, there is a nice callback in that Topher Grace's wounded body is doing the same help me call out, you know, help, 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 that the Danny Trejo trap, again, the trap uh, was doing, which the Berserker falls for because he goes and tries to pick up Topher Grace, and it sets off grenades,
1: I think? There's like six of them? Like, it's a, a lot bu- of grenades.
0: Like, enough that it feels like it should have killed this predator, but it absolutely does not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there is a battle with fire and mud, and listen, Adrian Brody beats the the big predator who his mask gets knocked off and it's it's the predator but like you know bigger mouth spikes and it's very uh, purple
3: new nightmare Freddy Krueger it feels very like regular Freddy Krueger
0: yeah
1: we're like we're like the gloves like melted into his hand thing
0: yeah yeah Yeah. like it they let an eighth grader design what would make a predator super badass and that's what we get which is fine but, and it totally
1: yeah. apes the first predator, too, with the mud. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's, oh no, it's far it's, more it's, than the mud. It's the it's, kill me. Come on. I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> the, the whole it's thing. Mini, the mini Dutch. Yeah. It's not.
0: Yeah. And which again, Adrian Brody, super jacked, very like super yeah. in shape. I hope, like, skills. I, yeah. I don't Um, know how old Adrian Brody was when this was shot. I probably should have looked that up. He was
2: in his early 30s because I think right now he's almost 50. And this would have been 50, yeah. So, yeah. Or excuse me, he would have been 40. 40, almost 10 years after the pianist, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Dang. Either way, very impressive. He's not an Arnold Schwarzenegger, but still, you know, cool. Uh, Ultimately, he wins the fight, decapitating the Berserker Predator. Dawn comes to the planet. The Merc and the Sniper share each other's names, Royce Isabel, and then they look up to see more parachutes opening in the sky. They resolve to get off this fucking planet. Credits. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna ask some lingering questions. But first, we're gonna hear from our fellow beer drinkers over at the Hop Nation USA. Stick around for our beer ranking of the predators. And we're back! Welcome to the 167th episode of Hops and Box Office Flops as we are talking 2010's Predators. We've gone through the plot. Now, let us go around the horn. How many beers do you need to enjoy this movie? Again, this ranking is one out of six. One, almost no alcohol at all to enjoy the movie. Six, you will need a lot of alcohol to enjoy this movie. I'm going to start with Negative Nancy and hopefully improve from there. Chumzilla. How many beers do you need to enjoy Predators?
1: Uh, I'm going to give this four beers. Mostly fun. It's Or
0: mostly fun beers.
1: Mostly fun beers. It's not a bad predator sequel. Um, it's not the sequel I wanted, but there's plenty of stuff here to like. And the cast is pretty decent. And honestly, I will say the pacing in the movie, it starts a little slow. It fast forwards a bit at the end, but... I think the most important thing to point out is it doesn't give you a lot of time to linger or think. So with four beers, you're cruising through this thing and you're like, man, that wasn't so bad. Okay. J man.
2: Um, well, you guys know I don't drink, but I listen to the pot enough to know exactly how this goes. I would go ahead and say three enjoyment beers for me. If I, if I did it, I'd just be pounding them out and having a good time. It's a solid hour and 40 plus minutes. It doesn't overstay its welcome um, in the same way that the original predator. And, I'm, and to be honest, I think, the four Predators, I'm not sure how long Prey is, but the four Predators, I haven't seen two and the Predator, but they're around that hour 45 mark. And it's just like hard hitting action, fast pace. It, you know, Chompy made a, made a comment that it doesn't give you enough time to think. I think that might be the point to be completely honest with you, which is interesting because Predator is one of the smarter action movies that's been out in the last 40 years, to be honest.
1: But Fair. overall, it's still really enjoyable. There's a reason the first one's a classic. That movie is smarter than it appears on the surface. But anyway, moving on. All right,
0: and Thunderous Wizard. Uh, This is two and a half enjoyment
3: beers and probably a half pain beer because there's some really silliness to the plot. Like Adrian Brody, we're calling in the cavalry. Never draw them to you when you're stuck in a ship, you idiot. And, I mean, was uh, that or
0: die of smoke inhalation?
3: Yeah, and a lot of the action is fairly generic. Uh, unfortunately, like it never reaches the highs of of the pre- of predator. even like as I, I'm I love samurais, right. Like I love that scene with with the samurai. Like you gotta give us a better sword fight than that. like think, oh. think, think Logan, uh, not Logan, think the Wolverine with him and her Yuki Sonata. That's the kind of sword fight I need to see between the Predator and the uh, Yakuza gentleman.
1: So what you're really telling us here, T-Dubs, is you're a huge RoboCop 3 fan.
3: No, I will never, ever say that. Uh, But, (laughs) yeah, the action is the biggest problem for me. I like the movie. I love the premise. I think the cast is really fine except for uh, the inexplicable inclusion of like the convict who's just a sex offender yeah. I mean, again,
0: not... death row inmate—very likely.
3: Uh,
1: to yeah, to yeah. be fair, I think you hit on a very important point in this movie. There's probably too too many characters.
0: I don't, eh, I don't really agree. But for me, this is a two beer movie. I, a, as a Predator sequel, this is what I signed up for. Uh, it's it's very pretty. It's got some cool ideas. It's got excellent cinematography. There are a handful of things. That I feel like happen because the plot needs them to happen to, but just two beers are enough to keep your brain from going. Wait, we wait, wait. Wait a minute. Why? Why are we doing that? No, no, it's fine. Two beers. Two beers are good. So let's move on to the next set. And I do want Chumzilla's answer for this first. Why did this movie flop?
1: I I think it didn't deliver on the premise. That's the thing.
0: What does that mean? Yeah, what was the premise and how got, did it not deliver?
1: You, you've got humans brought to the Predators planet or world or whatever, and it, it's not super satisfying. And again, I'll go back to what you referred to as how to fix the movie. We should have spent more time with the Predators. Make the Predators the main character of the movie, not the humans, introduced to humans give them their quirks and in this movie it's funny because most of the human characters are basically just movie cliche bad guys great they don't need a ton of backstory it's the convict it's the serial killer it's the the special forces guy it's the anyway so the movie gives us all these generic human characters which should open the door to spend more time with the predators but that's not what the movie gives us Yet, the Predators are still a big part of the movie, and there's a blood feud. Wow, would I I like to spend more time inside that.
0: So, what I would say is, that's an interesting angle where you would take, and to your point, these broad strokes characters that are most of the humans, that that would be really interesting. I think in doing that, you lose a lot of the mystery element that so much of this movie is predicated on. But I kind of like that idea, especially with...
1: But let's just remind the listeners and everyone involved here that we have had decades now of so much Predator material in the comics. And what there's so much lore here they could have dove into with the Predators themselves. There is information and, and stuff there. Yep. Uh, J-Man, how would you fix it? So I wouldn't necessarily know how to fix it, but I w- I want to answer the first
2: question first, if that's okay, Captain Cash. Oh, please. Because, why, why do you think um, it's uh, yes. well, a Well, Eight minions. I mean, flat out minions. Like don't minions go against the kills. minions. I don't I don't know a lot, but right. you go
0: against those minions, you're gonna fucking die
2: exactly and then here's the other thing and and i and it actually i want to jump off something that chumpy just said because he talked about that oh there's so much material of predators over the last few years but here's the really big key that i want people to remember who are listening to this podcast right now the last real predator movie i'm not talking about alien versus predator alien versus predator or Requiem. the last predator movie that had come out prior to 2010 you got to go all the way back to 1990 for predator 2 right there's a 20 year gap It's not necessarily the viewer's responsibility to go ahead and catch up on everything that's been going on with predator for the last 20 years. To me, it's the this is an opportunity to go ahead and show and showcase why would the predators be able to go ahead and do the things that they're able to do now in predators when there's such a massive jump from Predator 2 up until this point. This, the movie to me doesn't necessarily show that. And they think that people have been either catching up with all the comics that were released and all the backstories and whatnot. And to be fair, I don't think the uh, the casual audience is going to do that. T-dubs might do it, Captain Cash might do it, Chumpy might do it, I may even do it. But they're they're still trying to get out to a casual audience. and if you go there and in nineteen nine or excuse me, in 2010, you got some 20 year olds who weren't born when predator came out and predator two came out. They're going to be a little bit confused and be like, I'm not sure I understand the premise of everything that's going on. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, no, no
1: it, that it, it totally, totally does. does. Yeah. Well, and Hey, sorry, sorry, Captain cash, but I also think that's why this movie focuses its callbacks on the original predator. Cause that's the more iconic the series because it kind of ignores predator 2
0: i mean it does for the most part we don't get any of the the typical weapons we saw in predator 2
1: which is fine but to your point that's the touchstone they were reaching for was the original
0: agreed thunderous dubs do
3: you agree well yeah i mean it's trying to evoke that movie a lot more uh because it's the jungle. It's the return to the jungle. This movie was written specifically by Robert Rodriguez because uh, people
0: felt he was Predator 2 yeah. didn't work. So, yeah. okay. Uh, but Thunderous Wizard, give us why do you think this movie flopped? Oh, what could have
3: fixed it? You guys are all missing this movie flopped because Alien versus Predator two thousand four, Alien versus Predator requ- 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 Requiem, Requiem, uh, Requiem two thousand seven were hot <laughs> garbage.
0: Is yeah, it, no, it, I, it I, I think that's it, truthfully. Wait, they,
1: is, they, that, is that the Jared Leto movie?
0: Uh no. Yes.
3: Yeah, y'all those was, movies went. Hate for
1: Jared those Leto movies went so much
3: joy. Quote here. Insert quote here. <laughs> that's what those movies did. Insert Keith David quote here. <laughs>
2: Hashtag it's Morbin time.
0: Uh, it is. Those movies were terrible. Listen, it's it's always more of a clock here at Hobson box office flops. No, those movies were
3: absolutely terrible. They're unwatchable, tripe garbage. And they they killed the currency for the Predator. Alien somehow was less affected, but...
1: Oh, no, I'm sorry. They were punished with Prometheus and Alien Records. Yeah, except
3: Prometheus made money and got good reviews.
1: To jump on to what t Dub said and whatnot, at
2: least with Alien, Ridley Scott came back at some point. John McTiernan and Arnold Schwarzenegger still have not come back to this franchise, which then kind of leaves it it's tragic, but I mean, if you're Arnold Schwarzenegger and you've seen what's gone on the last 25, 30 years with your franchise that you helped put on the map, would you come back? I'm not. A, he, he's know. done just
3: fine, right? Now, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now, what would have fixed the movie? Dutch. The movie's written for Dutch. Yes. Just like it would have fixed
0: Predator 2, Dutch. So
3: here's the thing.
0: Hey, shut up. Yeah, you talk too much. Thunder is a complete. I hell. like Royce.
3: He's a fine character, he's not Dutch.
1: Well, hold on, guys. We talked about this before. There, I, I completely forgot about this until right now. There is one fix that makes this movie work and infinitely better.
0: I swear I, to God, if you say you add Morbius to this,
1: okay, now that's that's interesting. Let's put
0: it that's in that. Okay, that wasn't it's your like, thought. That's what I care about. Go let, ahead.
1: Let's, let's put that in the parking lot. We'll come back to that. Okay. But no, <laughs> if you get to the point where you've got the crazy survivor. Living on the derelict ship, and it's white-haired, eye patch, scar in the face. Arnold. This movie goes from three or four beers to like a zero beer movie. This movie just shoots the moon. If Arnold is the guy on the planet, like I know how to kill him. Holy shit! And it could just be a cheap cameo, and he can still get vaporized. No, no, no. Can't can't be a cheap
3: cameo. He has to be in it. He's got to be in it. And he says this. He asked them, "Well, does it bleed?" Roy says, "Yeah." He says, "Then you can kill it."
0: I mean, Off that shift. Here we go. Stop! Boom.
1: Stop! Stop! I can only get so erect. Uh, Listen.
3: There you
0: go. I mean, my only note on that is at least one of his arms is robotic. Yeah, so we sh- get the yeah. like, like he is in the Alien what? versus Predator game
1: from the Sega. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yes, Amazing. I guess all right.
0: If you do that with,
2: with Schwarzenegger, then you kind of have Terminator Dark Fate all over again. I, I, but it happens eight years prior. But go ahead, Captain Gash.
0: No, I mean, that, that he, listen, the J Man brings up an excellent point. Yeah, Just yeah, putting okay. Arnold in is not a guarantee of success, but it would have made it interesting. The yes. next big question I have for everybody, and we're going to start with the J Man on this one. You're a predator, mm-hmm. you're selecting your team of the next hunt, and you get to pick. One dangerous soldier, criminal, whatever. Who's your pick for the hunt?
2: For me as a predator to hunt them?
0: Yes, you're going to hunt them. There's going to be a team of at least four because we're going to go around the horn here. What is your most dangerous game? Who do you? Who are you bringing to the hunt?
2: That's a tough one. I think I would go with a lieutenant in the Mexican cartel. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I... I we we got a just hint of that. To, we did, but because uh, in I'm I'm glad you said that because but we never actually they never actually say that Danny Trejo's character is actually part of the cartel. They make it seem like he's a part of like a west side la gang. That is exactly Ira. correct. Yes, he's Los Zetas. About like a full-on narco. Yeah, okay, that's you've got to go there.
0: May I politely suggest he be played by Pedro Pascal? Because I, I feel like that would be lovely. Actually,
2: no. Better yet, who's the guy that plays Pablo Escobar in the first and second Ooh. season of Narcos?
0: Uh, that guy. Walter, no, no. Yeah. He's
2: in I The Gray Man. Is he? Oh, yeah. okay. Well, another reason for me to want to watch, watch right. The Gray Man, even though I know you guys have said it. All, sucks. all I Go know ahead. from Narcos is
3: the man. lonely Pablo Escobar memes where he's just sitting on the park bench. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's so. so good. The first season of Narcos is legit. I, it is legit. It
0: is good. All right. Yes. Uh, Thunderous <laughs> Wizard. Who you bring in to our hunt? Where we got to hunt the most dangerous game?
3: Okay, so obviously you guys would figure I would recommend a different Arnold character, but I'm gonna no no you. it
0: it's got to be it. Well, the rules I'm, are got to be real this, world. This is real
3: world. Okay, it's a disgruntled Vietnam vet named John Rambo who excels
0: at making man traps. I mean, that is there. You could okay. So you're you're bleeding into my next question, but I so, will accept so, disgruntled so, Vietnam vet. Chumzilla, who are you bringing to this manhunt?
1: Nick Cage. <laughs>
0: Wait. I mean, that's a good choice, frankly. Sure. He's the in, wild card, for sure. In,
1: in any one of his many and various and illustrious characters, Nick Cage. Okay, so Nick Cage
2: over Steven Seagal. Huh? I'm, I'm kidding. Touche.
0: Listen, we want the hunt to be dangerous. We don't want the hunt to shit all over itself. Steven Seagal is out. Um, if I'm going to take it, I would very lo- much like a member of the SAS. Give me a, a British guy, uh, who's okay. going to bring at bare minimum a pretty entertaining accent to the whole thing.
1: Wait, hold on, uh, um, Sir Patrick Stewart?
0: No, 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 no. Uh, listen, I'm thinking a Henry Cavill and Idris Elba. Oh, mm, he's like they got to be big and scary, uh, thought, but I also thought... have a fun accent.
1: Ooh, I thought Elba was French. Mm. No, nah, <laughs> somebody's Elders. been watching
0: too much Ghost Rider. <laughs> and even if you had watched Ghost Rider, you'd know Idris Elba isn't French. <laughs> Jesus you know, Christ, it's so bad. You
2: mentioned Henry Cavill, I would go ahead and then take back my, you know, Mexican cartel lieutenant and might throw in Daniel Craig. A,
0: a a Bond. Okay, so this jumps into the next big question, right? We've had Alien versus Predator. Who is any other franchise Pull them in. Now, I was initially thinking sci-fi franchise, mm-hmm. but I'm willing to open the field in general. Who do you add to this team from any other franchise to make the hunt interesting? So, I like Superman. Well, fuck, Superman wins. That that's dumb. Yeah, but a James Bond. You call it any other franchise? How you bringing them in? How do they make the hunt interesting? I'm gonna give it to the Thunderous Wizard first. Okay.
3: For the record, I own a, a Predator versus Superman, the, the comic book, and he is That's... exposed to some sort of toxin on the predator ship that okay. removes yeah, okay. some of his powers, and then he is forced to basically use his wits. Wow. Uh it's fine. It's you know, it's not the greatest it's, comic yeah, I book. Mean... yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, sure. Obviously, the Batman versus the Predator comics were always super bad. Epic. Rad. Epic. So he immediately comes to mind, Batman. Because uh, yeah. if you're going to put the Predator in an urban scenario, cityscape, him versus okay. the Dark Knight is but it, perfect.
0: But it, it can't be a thing you've read. Give okay. me something uh, new. What do you got? Like Batman right. versus 007, J-Man, well done. T-Dubs, who's your, who's your new team up? Okay, it's Predator versus
3: John McClane.
2: Oh, Die hard. Well done, the master
3: survivalist, John. Pred hard. I like it. Okay, I like it.
0: So, does is it a single location? Is it just in a building? Yep. Let's put it aboard their ship. Oh, oh, oh my God! No, that's great because it's like Terrible. John McClane is the alien on the Predator ship.
1: I, yep. like, that. I like that. That go through
0: the air ducts. Like, yes.
1: So. What we've got here is the Thunderous Wizard is a genius because there was a planned sequel to Predators. And it was in fact Die Hard on a Predator Ship. It was going to be uh, Adrian Brody's character in the sniper sneaking onto a predator ship. That was the planned sequel, and it was literally pitched as Die Hard on a Predator ship. That was gonna be a thing. It didn't have. That would have
2: been a really good way to bring back John McTiernan as an executive producer for that. That would movie. have been right.
1: Yeah, no, that's, could could yeah. have pulled that in it that, that was the yeah. plan sequel was to do that. Okay. That's a shame right. that they didn't go for that. Yeah.
0: Chumzilla, any franchise, bring him in. Who who's predator fighting?
1: You know, I'm thinking like the kids from the sand lot. <laughs> Just like that
0: uh, disqualification. Predator is <laughs> not going to fight anything without a weapon.
1: Does Chris Hansen get involved? I think that's a problem.
0: No, Chris Hansen joins the Predators again. First of all, we all, all right, we're moving we missed, on to J-Man.
3: We all missed the very obvious to catch a Predator joke because he actually is stalking a Predator in Walt Goggins throughout this movie.
1: And Topher Grace.
3: <laughs> yeah, especially Topher Grace.
2: Oh, very my gosh. All right.
1: Wow.
2: Captain Cash, before I answer this question, does it have to be human? No, no,
0: no, no. Any okay. Anything from anywhere
2: this is for T-dubs. I'm bringing in King Kong. I'm bringing in King Kong.
0: That would be pretty great. A kaiju element. I like that.
2: Exactly. You go with Kong from Skull Island um, after he's battled Godzilla and Godzilla versus Kong. The Predators sense that there's a massive hunter on earth that's bigger and badder than any of the human beings on the planet. And they don't realize that it's a, a creature that is 30 feet tall. Like I mean, if you've seen Kong Skull Island, then Kong's going to go ahead and sh-
1: him versus the Predators. Give me, like, take my money. <laughs> so, so hold on real quick here, Jay man mm. and, I, and I feel bad because to your monster movie point, I know we talked about this earlier. And I, I, I feel bad now because I should have been pushing Captain Cash on it. Uh, no, it's definitely the Predator versus Dinosaurs. Predator versus the Velociraptors. Like, my, my joking about Chris Hansen aside. Like, yeah, again, put us in the Predator's world and have them hunt down something else that's not humans. That is a, that's a very interesting twist on this tale.
0: So when we come back next week and we do Prey, because that is very explicitly set in a specific time period, I do want to ask the question, which time period do you throw out where the predators hunting? I feel like dinosaurs captures that, but yeah, predators versus dinosaurs would be really fucking awesome.
2: It would be dope. My,
0: my, so my, I'm going to go the opposite direction as far as like timelines. Predators versus Transformers. Oh, Hear me man. out.
2: Optimus Prime, bro. They yes.
0: hide in plain sight. They're robots, so they're, you know, I mean, they're going to glow as much as anything with an internal combustion engine. And it's, like, the bio, like, mostly flesh-and-blood predators versus the completely mechanical... Like, I would have said Terminator, but I I, I couldn't work out a way that the Terminators would fight a Predator.
1: So here's the thing, Captain Cash. Terminator versus Robocop thing. I like it. Predators versus Transformers... I like it. Those match up better. That's amazing. Dark Horse Comics should be talking to you right now Just saying who 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 does the uh who does Hasbro? the Transformers comics now? Well, I don't know who does the uh, comics, it. was Marvel, but like, I'm, but, assuming, but I'm
0: it was, assuming it's well, got to
1: be Marvel, IDW was IDW, time. IDW. It started with Marvel, hey, IDW Dark Horse I think still does the Predators. You guys need to get them together that's an amazing idea predators versus transformers. Holy shit.
0: There's a lot of yeah, right? There's okay. that's
1: that's that's potential man. That's a that's like a million dollar idea.
0: You're no, welcome. We're just giving them, them out right? for free over here at Hops and Box Office Flops. We are gonna take a break. Uh we're gonna hear from uh, well uh the J-man who's already on the pod uh as well as the <laughs> boss ross on the double turn just a little, just cross over your hops, your box office flops, your your the double turn podcast, your transformers, your predators. It's so wild. Here we go. Hey, what's
1: going on, everybody? I'm Boss Ross.
2: And I'm the J-Man, and we're the Double Turn Podcast.
1: Every Friday, we bring you the best in pro wrestling talk.
2: Whether it's previews and reviews on pay-per-view events, discussing the hottest topics in pro wrestling, or bringing you a look back to some of the best
1: matches and moments in history. We have it all for you. So check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the Anchor app.
2: And you can also give us a follow on Instagram at the Double Turn Podcast.
1: And we will catch you on the flip side.
0: Welcome back to the 167th episode of Hops and Box Office Flops, where we are talking predators, and we are moving on to tonight's Predators Trivia Challenge. Gentlemen, it is the standard pod rules. There are five trivia questions. Winners of this pod get a 3D printed predator dog. So, our standard chime-ins will apply. Also, we'll accept, it's my sister. Uh, which uh, did not talk about I, how Walton I, I, Goggins character has a tattoo of a naked woman. Yes. Indicates it is his sister. Mm. He's
1: God, gross. God, don't make me remember that.
2: All right. So that means I can say, I can, I'm going to shoot my sister. Yeah, please. I'd rather yeah, not that, say that totally works. Oh my <laughs> God.
1: Stop. J man. That was, I, I thought you were a good Christian man.
2: I am. Shout out to my sister. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
1: Maybe what? too much? Wow. That's nah, fine. <laughs> oh, wow. All All right, right, cool. right
0: over my head. Jesus I got to be. Question one The director's name, Nimrod, is an interesting coincidence. Nimrod is a biblical character mm-hmm. famed for what? Mm-hmm. A, being a hunter, B, being an idiot. C, being a king to unsuccessfully restore a kingdom, or D, being the huntee of the most dangerous game. Farts to tar- shoot. Ooh, got to give it to Chumpzilla.
1: I oh, believe it's an idiot.
0: That is incorrect.
1: Damn.
0: I'm going to shoot. I'm going to give it to J-Man. I'm going to go with C, king of an unsuccessful kingdom, if I believe, I believe is what you said. That is what I said, but it is incorrect. Ah, shucks. Thunderous Wizard, you're between being a hunter and being the huntee of the most dangerous game. I'll just go with A, being a hunter. That is correct. Wow. Biblically, Nimrod was a great hunter. Chumzilla, you chose idiot undoubtedly because Bugs Bunny described Elmer Fudd as a real Nimrod which colloquially then became to mean idiot, but was in fact a reference to the great biblical hunter, Nimrod.
1: What about the X-Men character, Nimrod?
0: Also a hunter of mutants. Mm. Still a hunter. Still was, still that like, thing. He
1: was like the modern uh, evolution of the Sentinel, correct?
0: Yes, that is correct. See, I should have seen that. that coming. All right, mm. number two. Nolan mentions being a veteran of mm. 10... Hunts, according to the DVD commentary, how many real-time years has Nolan been on the reserve? Is it A, two years? Is it B, five years? Is it C, 10 years? Or is it D, 12 years? Parts and starts. J-Man. Oh, I would... I'm going to
2: take a wild guess, but I feel like, A, two years. That is correct. It is, in okay. fact,
0: two years he has been on planet, which the way it's played, I can't tell if that's not enough. That's very on, true. It's,
1: it's, it's not, not, not enough. It's not enough. It's not, not enough. enough. But yeah.
0: on the other hand, right, the hunt ends. In, in the film that we watched, the hunt ends. They kill the super predator, and they immediately see more parachutes. So the hunt seemed to keep rolling, so... Yeah, no. no, no.
3: That no, was actually no, from a mathematicalist problem. with the yeah. movie. Yeah, was that seemingly that fast as the turnaround.
1: Right. Where are the parachutes coming from? <laughs> it's not that kind of movie, apparently, Chumsella.
0: Same I, place I, as the music, Jumpy. Same place as the music. I, I just Question three. What did the director of this movie want to do that was next, but later was used by 2022 and next week's episode prey so they wanted to do it in this movie they were told no and then it got used in prey no spoilers is it a have the hunt take place in the distant past is it b have the predator mask made from bone is it C, have the Fox logo appear in Predator Vision? Or is it D, have a strictly female lead?
1: Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, Bone Mask. Farts I and need Tarts. Chime in. There it is. Bone Mask.
0: Chumzilla, Bone Mask is incorrect. Farts and Tarts. J-Man. I'm going to go with D, having a female
3: as the explicit lead. And... Excellent choice, but an incorrect one.
0: Shucks. So farts and tarts. I'm going with a distant past. That is incorrect. In fact, it was the Fox logo appear in Predator. What? does it? That's weird. Does See, that- I purposely
2: didn't go with that because I was like, Disney owns them now. They're like t- they
0: don't do the fox. Uh, wow. Te- well, technically it's 20th we- century studios, but oh, fair. in we- the first in the first five seconds of 20th century studios, it flips over to that. So there's your, there's your, pre- badass. Say there's your prey spoiler. It it's happens prey spoiler. in the first five seconds. Mm. But I mean, to be fair, that is badass. Why would you say no to that? I don't get it. That's pretty awesome. Eh. It is. Right. And it, and right? it looks great yeah. in prey, but we'll talk about that mm. next week. All right. So we are one to the J man, one to the thunderous wizard. As we move into question four, the initial script was written by Roger Rodriguez, as we have mentioned. While he was working on what movie in what year? Was it A, 1992 with El Mariachi? Was it B, 1994 with Desperado? Was it C, 1996 with From Dusk Till Dawn? Or was it D, 2001 with Spy Kids? Farts and Tarts. Farts and Tarts. Uh, That's got to go to the the TW. Ninety six. That is incorrect. It was not from Dusty Bill Dawn. Farts and Tarts. J-Man. I, I guarantee you he wrote it while he was making Spy Kids, and it's going to make me laugh if that's still correct. That would be funny, but it is incorrect. All oh, right, Jumzilla, so, this is your I, chance to get on the board with I, one. I got a 50-50 given to me. El Mariachi in 1992 or Desperado in 1994?
1: I'm going to say, I'm going to shoot Desperado.
0: Desperado is correct. It is an even game. Wow. One to one to one. Jesus,
1: guys, come on. It is getting
0: spicy going into the final question. Number five. Whoa. How many days in total... Was Lawrence Larry Fishburne on set as Nolan? Was it Jeez. A one? Was it B <laughs> that was two. too
1: appropriate? That's was it
0: C reasonable. three or Recessive. was it D four? No chance. To oh, I'm gonna J man, I'm gonna go with A one. Just because year. Right.
1: Yeah, that seems Is reasonable. Incorrect.
0: <laughs> it, it was oh, fuck. a great day. Forrest
1: and Torrance. <laughs> two, you... two, two fucking days. <laughs> the
0: Thunderous Wizard, you didn't quite get in there. Chumzilla just, just ran in, grabbed the correct answer, and ran out like some kind of madman. It was, in fact, <laughs> two days. Congratulations. I will 3D print you. A predator dog, not like from the predator. Dong.
1: No, I don't want a predator dog. I want a predator dong. (laughs) I (laughs) not not make myself clear. Hold on. No,
0: I'm sorry. No. So it's got it's got spikes near the like the the spiky things near the urethra and.
1: Let's take this offline. We'll we'll sort it
0: out. We'll shop it. We'll shop it. It's It's fine. It's
1: fine. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Well, congratulations, Chumzilla. Yeah, took ah, it
1: geez man Ah, jeez.
0: with two great job buddy <laughs>
1: Thanks.
0: all man. right let's get into recommendations for this week what are we all watching j man what do you got going on that you're enjoying right now
2: um well i it's been tough to be able to go ahead and catch up on a lot of stuff but uh i've basically been watching a lot of old stuff and i actually took a recommendation from t-dubs from a couple of episodes back so actually in the midst right now on my queue that I started last night and I'm a half an hour in, I just put on Last Action Hero because it's on Netflix and it's been a fantastic 30 minutes so far. Nice. And I'm ready to go ahead and enjoy the rest of the uh, hour and 40 minutes. So T-Dubs, thanks for the recommendation. I recommend it
1: to everyone else.
0: Excellent. Chumzilla, what's your recommendation this week?
1: So I'm going to recommend a very interesting documentary, Searching for Sugar Man. Uh, I think you can find it actually, I hate to say this, but it's not free anywhere right now, but you can find it on Hulu, I think, with the, with the subscription. Um, but it's about a folk music artist here in North America in the 60s that found fame in South Africa, of all places, It became like a cultural touchstone for the people in South Africa. And... I, I can't emphasize this enough. It's wild. The folks in South Africa created entire like mythology around his uh, persona, and they thought he had died in all these weird ways. But in reality, he'd just been living in Detroit by himself, huh? Destitute because his music career never took off in North America or anywhere else but he was wildly popular in South Africa. So it, 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 it's completely bizarre. It, it feels like it shouldn't be real, but it is. Searching for Sugar Man. Check it out. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Menor's Wizard? Okay,
3: well, the clear recommendation here is uh, watch Prey on Hulu.
1: Yeah, that's
0: mine. Next oh,
3: week. Holy shit, to that's good. Because,
0: man, it, it was fun.
3: Yeah, It's Prey? a movie. It's awesome. Prey is awesome, but my... Uh, pod-centric recommendation. Oleg Tiktarov, the Russian bear, uh, OG of the UFC. Uh, he fought in the, the pre-double-digit uh, UFCs way back in the day. And he was an oh, MMA fighter. That, that uh, was like back in the sumo days. And he has Nikolai in this movie. He's in. Uh, he plays a very, very small role in a great heist movie. I wouldn't say great, but it's like a guilty pleasure heist movie called... Den of Thieves, starring one Gerard Butler and Pablo Schreiber, and, and Fifty uh, Cent, Ice Cube's kid, and Fifty Cent, and it's a, it's a solid watch. It's on Netflix for free. Oleg, the Russian bear, appears in it as well. So does Max Holloway, uh, for the record, if you're an MMA fan. But gotta love Oleg Tiktarov. he's the man, and he's one of my favorite. He's probably my favorite character in this movie. So,
0: it it's funny. Uh, like we've gone this whole. Whole length to go, Ola Oleg Tektarov's character Nikolai is probably the most honorable and nicest 100%. character out of oh, all of them. He gets the he's the only
3: like. All right, so last week, right, we say Nebraska is the only human. Uh, he's literally, I mean, until the end, where Brody makes it has his hero's moment, right? Yeah,
0: sure. Uh, Nikolai is the only human in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, like he, part where you're like, oh, he's got a fan. Like, he doesn't. He's not good because he's like, yeah, you know, I'm a I'm a Spetsnot soldier in in the in well, Chechnya. Well, You've definitely committed war crimes.
1: On the other well, hand, right? But at the end, G-Man points out that like he uh, Topher Grace's character uses his kid's photo.
0: Right, but like he saves Topher Grace's character, he he deliberately goes out right, of his no, way
1: to like exactly they try to make him not be a total piece of shit. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah, and you know what though? Can I just before we wrap up, and I apologize, but I, I we didn't really mention it when we were talking about it. I just wanted to say that to me, some of the some of the supporting characters in this film. Actually, quite. I'm not gonna say enjoyable, but like I felt like I connected with them a bit more than I expected to, and I, I I kind of appreciated that. I was able to at least enjoy it. There were some characters that I would have gone ahead and let um be in the movie just a tad bit longer for enjoyment's sake. Like you're gonna go ahead and have the rapist die after the two or one of the honorable dudes in the movie, like. Whatever, but at least the rapist, A, tries to go ahead and do something good for the team. B, he still dies a very terrible death because he basically gets his spleen ripped out, essentially. So that was okay.
0: So here's what I, here's what I had to say, though. The Walton Goggins' character is the rapist that you're referring to because he, he routinely mentions how he's going to, you know, visit sexual violence on people as he does cocaine. Correct.
2: At but, 5 o'clock, to be
0: exact. <laughs> but... He's also the only one who asks what seems like pretty reasonable. Like, I've got a knife. Give me a gun. please. Mm -hmm. Any one of you give me a gun. He's immediately like trying to connect with the others on the team. And he also goes out saving the rest of the team by attacking the bigger guy as he's injured. So the way that they play that character is... You would expect, right, so Walden Goggin's character definitely, like, kind of hits on Alice Braga's Isabel. Like, -hmm. you've got a great ass. But he never, which is awkward and creepy, but it never crosses the line the way that Toon for Grace's character does. Yes. So it's this very strange, like, oh, he's the bad one on the team, but he never actually does anything that's all that bad and it's most a, of the time he's trying to get everybody together
1: that's right. a very weird line to cross
0: right like I mean that's what I mean he's he's meant to be portrayed as this super oh this is the this is the, the token bad guy on the team they got this San Quentin on death row worst guy ever but all the stuff that he does that we see in the film is Mostly to help everybody else, which is sort of weird. I mean, maybe it's kind of brilliant, but I don't I don't like I don't know. Like, I don't have an answer here. Sure, just I guess that what they could have done
2: with that respective character is a little like plot twist, or perhaps like closing moments of like maybe perhaps he at some point realizes hmm, everything that I've done, I'm a piece of crap. Like that this is where I die, maybe perhaps I do something, one, at least one honorable thing. Yeah, I don't, yeah I don't know. That could but have been interesting.
0: Yeah. Either way, it's, a, it's fun how that played out. But let us close it out here. Um, but yeah, my recommendation is this pod, come back for Prey, because I can't wait to talk about it. Let's go see Prey. But it is a good fucking movie. Really happy about to watch it. Go watch it, and then come back, and let's talk about it.
1: It's way better than Predator 2.
0: Before this movie, like I had not when I wrote the notes. When I saw Predators again for the third and fourth time, Predators was my second favorite Predator movie. Prey is now my second favorite Predator movie, but this is a, a, a third. It is a, I don't know. That's close, but I mean it, it's, it's, a it's a third. It's a third. It's good. Still it's still good. Fair. Come back next week. Remember, you can always find the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Hops and Bo Flops. You can find myself at C A P T C A S H on most of your social media. You can find Chumzilla at Chumzilla Eight on Twitter. You can find the Thunderous Wizard at Writer T L K. And always remember, you can find our guest and co-host of the Double Turn Podcast at
2: J Man. You can go ahead and find me at the one and only J Nineteen on Instagram at the double turn podcast on Instagram. And then I'm also on Twitter, TDT wrestling pod. And of course, like these wonderful gentlemen, we're on, we're a part of the Wolfman family. So there you go. There you go.
0: Next week. Come on back for pray.